Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the deep dive of the YouTube episode from a few weeks from a few weeks ago. Welcome to Offended, presented by Anything But Credible Network. Uh, this is the deep dive YouTube episode. Uh, basically, this is the other half of the episode that we recorded when we did the top forty YouTube songs. Um, normally, when we do like top forty songs on Offended. Uh, we normally just speed through 40 through like 21. In this case, uh, when we recorded this episode, uh, we decided that we were going to actually just go one by one from 40. Halfway through doing this, we decided that this is going to be way too long because it was already, I think, th- at three hours at that point. I think the total episode together without uh, splicing it up, I think it was about six and a half hours, I think about six hours. Um, so we cut it down to three hours and you heard the episode that came out a couple weeks ago. This is the deep dive. This is the 40 through 21, uh, our picks, uh, and why we picked these songs. So hope you enjoy without, without further ado, Jesus Christ can't fucking speak right now. Um, here it is. The YouTube episode, the deep dive. This is the B side with Greg, Gerg, KK, Naked Lady, and myself. Welcome to the deep dive of the YouTube episode. Enjoy. <laughs> Rewind. Can, can you hear? Can you hear what song it is? No. Hold me through. Make this go. Of course, of course. You're gonna get shut down for like copyright infringement or something. No. Nope. Apparently, uh, with podcasting, it's uh, different. It's different, it Greg. No, that I read it. I just took a tequila shot. The Rocks tequila. Thank you for buying me XFL. Kaka. But apparently copyright <laughs> stuff is different when it comes to podcasting. Especially because we're talking over it, too, and I'm not making money off this, so... So maybe for us, but I know, like, the one podcast I listen to from a radio station, mm-hmm. they cannot. But I think it's because they're a radio station. Yeah, like radio they, yeah. Because that Barstool plays shitload of, like, songs, like, on theirs. Barstool don't give a fuck, though. No. Yeah, right, they're like sue us. They'll pay the lawsuit. Exactly. 
Don't come after a fan. We we ain't got no money. But um, yeah. Anyway, time for the top forty U two songs. Here we're on location in Florida. We're not in St. Louis right now. But social distancing. Wearing our masks. Yeah. In the beach house and on the beach is pretty much where we're at. Yep. Hmm. Well, I haven't gone to the beach yet. Have you? The beach. Yeah. Never. Never went to the beach. <laughs> I don't get it. So dumb. Social distancing. I was joking. No, but even everybody on the beach has been social distancing. The beach is the safest place to go, I think. Yeah, it's been nice. Let's get it going. I don't want to talk about the beach. That's a lame podcast. (laughs) Nobody's tuning in for our beach stories. We're aiming for the above 50 podcast right now. I'm going to talk like we're on NPR. How you doing? The weather was nice today. There weren't many clouds. It was a little humid. Then we got some cloud coverage in the afternoon. We enjoyed a sweet tea with four ice cubes. And we sat in the rocking chair and just listened to the wind. See, when you talk quiet, we can barely hear you. It's because I have a shitty-ass microphone. It's true. All right, let's get into it. You guys got those cool things. Yeah, these are called The balls. No, they're called blue. The balls. Connect my AirPods, we'll be good. I don't. Want, I just don't want to deal with it. All right, top forty Bluetooth connection. Top forty U two songs. Who wants? Do you want? Do you want me to start it off? Start. Oh, it's your okay. show. Okay. So we're gonna clarify this right now, since Katie's kind of a newbie. She's on the edge. Um. She only did twenty. And that, I only had to do half the homework. But that's okay. That's okay. Greg and I are the diehard fans. I'm a bigger diehard fan than Greg. I have a tattoo. He doesn't. Um. <laughs> So I win. Just be. I win automatically because I have a YouTube tattoo. I don't think that's fair. He was chugging his drink as you were saying. No, it's okay. You can think that. It's fun. It's cool. I I offered for us to get matching action baby tattoos. Who uh who 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 took you to your first YouTube show? Trisha and Todd. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should get father son matching option. Shut the fuck up. Get him on your ankle. That would be cute. <laughs> that would be cute. Okay, go. Explain the rules. All right, so what I'm gonna what we're gonna do here, I'm gonna run down my top I'm gonna run down numbers uh forty through uh twenty one. That's what I'm gonna do. Me and Greg are gonna do that. So yeah, um, I'm still can we like everybody forty, everybody thirty nine, everybody thirty eight, so on and so forth. But so normally I we're feel like g- if we just rush through and we're gonna just do you want to do that? We can. I just feel like it's going to take longer. I got nowhere to be. I got nowhere to be. All right, fuck it. You know what? What I just said, we're not going to do that. Psych. Swerve. Tricked ya. Tricky, tricky. That's call tricky. All right. Uh, my number 40, Elevation. Starting off strong. It's on my top 20. It's on your top 20? Yes. Right. Elevation. So that one falls in my category of great song. Yeah, it's a hit though. But I don't include it because it's a hit. Yeah. But I, great. Yeah, I love it. Um, when I always when I do these lists, I always start it off with like a song or like a song or like a thing that's like. That's one of those. Would be just, higher up on people's lists. Yeah, that's one of those that just like it's a fun live song, sing along. Is it on your top twenty, Katie? Yeah, it's number sixteen. But I'm gonna oh, put. Hey, whoa, you whoa, don't yeah. you don't say what you number don't say it, is. Where it is. Whoa, okay. You I just say it's on your list. Just say it's on, on my your list. list. Well, spoiler alert. What? Yeah, and I don't. I don't know what number it is. I didn't hear that. I did. My my. I don't have audio in my headset. So. 
<laughs> Did she say what number it was? Yeah, she said twice. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't allowed. Yeah, just when you say, just be like, hey, it's on my list. It's on my list. Because now when people get the 16 for you, like, oh, it's elevation. It's a little, uh, yeah. what do you call those? A little nugget? A there's, little... There's, Spoilers. There's no, some, a little golden egg? There's some, what is it? Easter egg. Easter egg. Yeah, there's some people that are listening, and they're like, I'm just going to listen until Katie gives her 16th song. Yeah. Like, now they that. have no reason to keep listening. Yeah. Now they're, now they're just like, I'm out. They're like, I'm out. Way to go. I'm done. Way to fuck up our U2 episode. All right, was that the first fuck no, bomb of the episode? No, you've said it like a thousand times. I don't think so. Are you high? Rewind it. No, I, man, I took two tequila shots. So Anyway, um, back to Elevation. I'll be, I'll be fine in like five minutes. Elevation's great. It's a fun live song. Um, and I, I I can't do it, but I love I love the yeah. like it's just fun. You like just that? Fun. <laughs> I like how we both did it at the same time. <laughs> no, you, you know what's better, great? Me or Greg? You know what's great about Elevation? Oh, is I can't the Tomb Raider music video with the Edge yeah. with uh, oh, you, Laura Croft. You two has some of the best videos ever, but let's not go down that road. Yeah, no, we'll be on so that another forever. podcast. That's another podcast. That's maybe part two. All right, so Katie, what's your or am I next? Or? Yeah, you're next. You What's guys go for 40? the next. Uh, See, that's why I was saying songs. like we should just run them down because it's, okay, it's gonna we go. Don't want to go. Slow. That's okay. It's gonna go slow. Well, we gotta we we gotta not spend an hour on each song, especially these earlier ones. That's what I'm saying. My number forty, even better than the real thing. I thought you weren't big in popular songs. I didn't pick that on mine. I don't know what that one sounds for like for the most part. It's a little higher on mine. It's on your list? Yeah. But, okay. I mean, it's all right. Okay. Okay. Do you have a bullet point on that one? I have bullet points for everything we're trying to speed through, so I'll save those for the, the 20. Okay. But that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, all right. But it's um, still more fun than one at a time. Right. All right. My number 39, I will follow. Nope. Not on mine. You don't have to say it every single time. Not on my no. <laughs> oh my god! You say whatever you so want. So stupid. Uh, what was that uh, Lincoln Park song? Uh, R.I.P. Chester Bennington. Um, there was a song that they put out that sounded identical to "I Will Follow," and like like Sister Act, "I Will Follow." No, there. Here it goes for the hundredth time. No, my, my fucking mind. Oh. No excuse. That the guitar rift in that song is "I Will Follow." I bleed out. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. And fucking Chester Bennington is dressed like he has the glasses, like Bono, wearing the leather jacket. There's a point if you go back and look at Lincoln Park in like the late two thousands. Chester Bennington is being Bono, like for a long stretch. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. But he was totally like Bono, like it was pretty awesome. But uh, bleed it out is totally a ripoff of "I Will Follow." I will say that. I will follow you. That is not the song. Follow you wherever he may go. Sister Act is awesome. Is that Sister Act? I love Sister Act. <laughs> We should do a podcast about Sister Act. <laughs> you two can. Uh, Tricky hates Sister Act. Okay. I had to watch it by myself. Anyway, this is why it's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stick to the list. All right, we'll stick to the list, Katie. I don't even have a list right You're now. You're the one that started singing it. All right, what's your uh, number 39? Oh, yeah, she's not up, right? No. no. Uh, Elvis Presley in America. Wow. Deep track. That is a 
really deep track. It's a great song, and little little fun fact, it's basically a freestyle. Did you know that, Todd? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, Check it out. They, so, most, I of their, to it again. most of their songwriting, The Edge is... Um, he could have been a lead singer in his own band. Not even, so they have two lead singers. Not even that, but he's pretty much the songwriter for... like. I don't want to take away from the rest of the guys, but they even admit this in interviews. The Edge makes the songs, mm-hmm. and then Bono kind of fits lyrics to things. Oh, yeah. But for this one, they had the music, and uh, the producer... Just like played it for Bono and was like, just just improvise and let just see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so Bono was kind of doing it and thought, okay, I'll go back and clean it up. And no, they're like, we're using that. That's it. So it's almost a freestyle U2 song. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of a freestyle song where there's no lyrics because it's just like the band playing and Bono is just like trying to find like the melody and like the. Uh, the vibe the vibe like to the song and like where to sing the words and everything like in the song dear you too if you could uh finish desert of our love that would be great <laughs> that, and that's so when i was like that that song just sounds like it would be my favorite youtube when, when i was making this list and i was some stuff i knew and some stuff i kind of knew and some stuff i learned that's why i enjoyed doing it and i spent a lot of time on this list and it wasn't just for this podcast. It's because, hey, I have a reason to like look up some of the stuff behind some of these songs that I love. And that's a running trend with a ton of their songs. Like, it's not finished. They consider some of their biggest hits unfinished. Mm-hmm. Like, to them, oh, yeah. to like, them as a band, they're like, yeah, we could probably go back and do that. Josh Retreat. Like, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was watching an interview with them. Uh, it's, it's on YouTube now, but it was just exclusively for Apple for the longest time. But, uh, they were talking about how like their the entire Joshua Tree album is not finished to them. Like the lyric, like Bono and the Edge hate the lyrics to "Where the Streets Have No Name." Like hate it. And then there's another song on that album which we'll get to because it's on my list at some point. But I'll talk about that when we get to it. All right, all right, all right. All right. Thirty-eight, all right. number thirty-eight, uh, "The Fly." That's on my list. Wow. All right. Well. We won't talk about that. What's your What's your number thirty eight? Miracle Drug. That's a such a good song. Such a good song. As actually almost that off almost of, made my list. Off of How to Dismantle an Atomic mm-hmm. Bomb, uh, track two. Track two. Okay. Great song. So it's actually um, a little different than I real quick because I found this interesting. I love that fucking song. Um, you know, it's one of those where. My interpretation of it was totally different than how Bono wrote it. And it's actually written about a classmate of theirs when they were growing up. I thought it was about having a baby. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. So he had some... He was deprived of oxygen for two hours when he was born, so he was paraplegic. But his mom was like, you know, we can, we can help you. strong mom that was like, we can help we're going to make it better. They discovered a drug that allowed him to move one muscle in his neck. So they, this is what I read online, and I looked it up. Sources, they attached this unicorn device to his forehead, and he learned to type. Out of that, he became, he was like a famous writer and poet in Ireland. Really? Yeah. He passed away, but 
the song was all about him. That they could figure that out. That, that he was basically given a death sentence and then, like, yeah. people came into his life and it was like, you can have a good life. A doing mother's this. love and a medical breakthrough. That's awesome. A miracle drug. Yeah. Song is- I always took that. When I first heard and I, that's one that I learned making this list. I thought it was, I thought it had something to do with, like, HIV and AIDS and, because mm-hmm. that's obviously right. a big thing A big thing part of their too. thing, yeah. So I always and, thought and they, it was about having, like, a baby. I thought it was, like, a metaphor for having a baby. No, I thought it was more just open mm-hmm. or obvious. Right. But, no. It was actually this kid they went to school with. Funny enough, his name? Christopher Nolan. Seriously? Not the same right. guy. But, that's, <laughs> but that was his name, which... Oh, wow, he made some good movies. Yeah, no, he was he was a writer. Batman. I think he was a poet, but anyway. Where's Rachel? That's pretty cool. Yeah, fun, cool. fun backstory. Uh, number 37 for me, stuck in the moment that you can't get out of. Uh, don't really have to spend a lot of time with this song if you have No, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a really good song. Great song. Mm-hmm. Great, it's, another, it's one of those. Great album. It's one of those, like you say, like when you watch uh, the Super Bowl performance on 9-11 that's one of the songs I listen to on 9-11 that might be one of the most underrated albums All That You Can't Leave Behind yes oh it's it's, it's that is such a good album it might be top three for me honestly if I had to go obviously Octane Baby but like you said I feel weird counting Octane Baby and Joshua Tree you can't because they're, um, they're in a league of their own but you can almost they're automatic top you could two. oh god you could almost say that that all that you can't leave behind is almost in the same category in terms of like present day YouTube masterpieces. Yeah, it's a good tune. Yeah. What number are we on? Uh, thirty-seven. From the War album, two hearts beat as one. Two hearts beat as one. It's a terrible cover. It's a great That's song. Great. Katie, do you know that song? Maybe if Todd didn't sing it. Yeah, give it a listen. So I found out that. Bono actually wrote that on his honeymoon. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that makes sense, actually. All about the yeah. fucking. All about the what? Fucking. You my, can you can speak into the mic. I'm on my honeymoon the right fucking. now. Yeah, your honeymoon's been great. Um. <laughs> How does Trisha feel about your podcast recording? Oh. Oh, she don't care. Yeah, it's it's for me. So it's she's, a great honeymoon. She, she supports care it anyway. Obviously. We're having fun. Uh, I love you too. <laughs> my number thirty-six. Uh, this song, when it came out, I wasn't the biggest fan of by any means. But over time, it has really grown on me. And seeing it, and this version live is amazing. Vertigo, though, uh, is my number thirty-six. Vertigo live is—they kill that song. Hello, live. hello. Hola. Hello, hello. What's up? Uno, Dos, Trace. Catorce. So, fun fact about Vertigo, since I want to make movies, I've always wanted to do... I told you this on the way down, Katie. But if um, if I ever made a movie and it was like an action movie and it got big and that there was a sequel, I wanted the trailer to just be the beginning of Vertigo, the build-up in Vertigo with no lyrics. And then shows like the characters and the hits like... And it shows like all these explosions and stuff. Shows the title, and that's it. It's all I, I want to use Vertigo for that. If that makes any sense to anybody listening, to sure. Show. Vertigo's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's a fun live, live song. Yeah, it is. Love it. 
the Joshua Tree Tour when they did that though, and they used that giant stage and they had like the Vertigo colors. That was oh, fuck. That, that was the, that was the best version yeah, of Vertigo I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, it was with the because they, they had a huge screen. Mm-hmm. The entire stage was a screen. Was that the last song they played of that show? I don't remember if it was the last one, but it was in the. It was close to it was the, in the yeah. encore. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to go back and watch. All the shows kind of blend together for me. <laughs> I get on like this weird like mental high, and just kind of forget half half of what you just witnessed. I just I am because I just immerse myself in the mm-hmm. show. I'm not the guy that's like recording the whole thing, right? You know, I'm just like having fun, loving it, laughing, crying, singing, dancing. Ooh. Leave that show. I can't talk. Oh, I hurt. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. That's how you know you saw a good show. Oh, I love it. Get your money's worth. 36. But I feel like you were going to say something about the very good Joshua Tree. No. That was it? No, I loved it. Oh, okay. I agree. The The, the visuals on that were super cool. Mm-hmm. It really... That's the best live... Uh, instance of that song that I've ever seen. I remember when that came on, I think you and I looked at you like, holy shit, we were like, playing this. We like, what is this? Yeah. I was not expecting to play Vertigo at all on that Joshua Tree Tour. And I, sh- I guess we should clarify, this is the like 30th anniversary tour of Joshua Tree. Not in the 80s, obviously. Yeah, I was eight. Yeah. No. I, I, wasn't I, was, <laughs> I was six. I wasn't born yet. Yeah. I was six. I wasn't going to U2 shows when I was six. I oh. wish I was. I was negative four. You weren't even a thought. No. You were no. never a thought until you actually happened, but... Would you speak into the mic? I am. No, you're not. Here I am. All right, 36 for me. The last track on Zuropa. You know what it is? Uh, Acrobat. No. Is it Love is Blindness? The Wanderer. Oh, Zuropa. I'm thinking Octon Baby. The Wander, Katie. Do you know the Wander? No, I don't. It's the song I that went out, walked. So I almost. It's one. Of, it's one of the only U two songs where Bono does not do the lead vocals. Um, I was Who actually does it, Edge? Johnny no. Cash. Yeah, it's Johnny Cash. Oh, I probably do know it then. Uh, this was. I was actually going to pick this song, but then I was like, this is more of a Johnny Cash song than it is a U two song. So. That's why I was I didn't it's, pick it. It's not though because you two wrote the song. He just performed it. All right. Well, in that case, it should be in my top. He was 20. in Ireland and I recorded in Ireland with him. So it's based off like a Bible. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I have it here actually, some Old Testament book. I, I wish they would make a studio version with Bono like singing it because the live version that they did like a few years ago was actually like really good when they were in Nashville and did it. Was it like a tribute to, yeah. to Johnny mm-hmm. Cash? Mm-hmm. Uh, innocence and experience they did that was when they kind of did their break mm-hmm. they played that song with some cool uh, cause remember they had that middle screen yeah mm-hmm. that was cool yeah they say they want the kingdom but they don't want God in it I almost do a good Johnny Cash what was the oh my god why am I drawing the blank of the, my favorite lyric and their sons turn their fathers in. Katie, it's a good song. Give it a listen. With nothing, I've probably heard it. Just, nothing but the thought of you. Yeah. I went wandering. So it's... You definitely have heard it. I love that song. Like I said, it's all based off an Old Testament book. 
So it's a man searching for God in a post-apocalyptic world. This uh, this might be a two-parter now. Expresses concern over society's oh, dimin- mm-hmm. diminished view of Jesus Christ. This might be a four-hour. This might be a I Joe Rogan little, Post Malone episode. I did do a little research on on. Uh, fuck. Okay. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> check check. No, you don't need to check. Just talk. Okay. So I did do a little research on YouTube, and um. They're very Catholic, and so a lot of their songs are rooted in oh, heck yes. are rooted in uh, their religion and their beliefs, which is cool to me because I grew up Catholic and am no longer Catholic. But I, I appreciate the yes, they're they're the songs and the values. They're almost that. a glorified Christian rock band, pretty much. Yeah, which I'm not actually for Christian rock bands, and that's yeah, just which is cause funny because I like I'm, I'm a not butthead, like. But Definitely not religious by any means. No, there's there's a ton of Christianity, Catholicism, in a lot of the lyrics and themes of the songs. Next? Uh, my number 35. I love this song off the Songs of Experience. Um, Landlady. That's on my list. All right. Well, we'll wait then. Let's fucking love that song. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. I think we were listening and singing that today. I think I played it like by the pool a couple times today. Great actually. song, love that song. There's a part in that song where it hits the every wave that broke me. That whole part, I was like, I wish this part was longer. It's like it's so good. You wish that was the song. There's actually one of my favorite lyrics is in that song. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, what's your number thirty-five? Uh, it's it's a song from the Joshua Tree. I don't know if you've heard of the album. Never heard of it. And there's a lot of huge songs. The album itself is huge. Right. But I, I might have one or two or three songs on here from the Joshua Tree. My first one, In God's Country. In God's Country. Wow, really? Well, I forget you're doing a really a deep dive, so I actually shouldn't say that. Yep. It's a good song. It's a good song. I like it. Uh, my number 34... Uh, trying to see if I have other songs off this like album. Uh, this is this album that got you two a lot of hate, even though it was Apple's idea, and Apple should be getting a lot of hate for it, not you two. Uh, but off the songs of um, experience, innocence, innocence. Thank you. You're welcome. Jesus Christ! I quit listening for a second. <laughs> Songs after you started bitching about Apple and I zoned out. Well, because I'm saying like a lot of people bitch at you too. Like, oh, oh, I know I you got a free album. Yeah, I know. Cry. Right. Sorry, we but, gave you free music. But people that were bitching at you too, I'm like, why are you not bitching at Apple? They're the ones that that was their idea. You two just wanted to put it in the iTunes store for free. They didn't want to put it on everybody's phone. Apple's was like, we'll put it on everybody's phone. Apple paid them a lot of money for that. Right. But. It was just going to be exclusive in the iTunes store, and Apple was like, no, we're going to put it on all the phones. And it's like, okay. <laughs> What's the song? Anyway, song is Miracle of Joey Ramone. Okay. Love that song. I fucking love that song. It's just an awesome song. I wonder what that song's about. Um, So it's about the first time you heard the Ramones? <laughs> 
it's a joke. That's like that's like one of their only songs that's actually not only songs, but it's one of the major songs that's like just straightforward. It's that's what it's about. Obvious what it's, it's about. Bla- yeah, because like Bono still to this day claims U two as a punk band because that's how they first wanted to start. Right. Yeah. Deep, deep in his st- soul, he wishes it was a punk band. They still have that kind of mentality, right? Which is bit. awesome. You should have that like, mentality, not musically, but yeah, they still have that punk attitude. What's funny is like with you two for like, some things, they're kind of like their own genre, like in a way. They yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily sound, consider like, them punk. I wouldn't consider them indie. I don't know. They're, I mean, they're rock and roll, but like it's different though. It's different. Yeah, it's not. They're not like soft like rock and roll. Like they have a lot of they have soft songs, but they're not a soft rock band by any means. No, even their soft ones are right. You hear them live, and it's like, well, that was loud. And that kicked mm-hmm. ass. Right. Thirty-four. Uh, yes. Zuropa, Dirty Day. Ooh. It's a good song. It's a good song. They almost made my list. His dad used to say that. Dirty day. It's a dirty day. I like it. Uh, my number thirty-three. Katie, I know a girl. A girl called Party. Party girl. There it is. That's a good one. I love Party Girl. That's like, I wish they would still play that song live. That when's the last time they played that song live? Did we? Did they play it on the Vertigo tour? God, I don't remember. So I remember I was looking at their like pl- uh, set list like a few years ago. And I was like, "Holy shit!" They played that when I when we saw them. I've like, actually been doing that in my downtime, which is very frequent. <laughs> I've been going through every concert I've been to and making playlists mm-hmm. of the track list in order and saving them as playlists. So eventually, I'm going to go through every U2 show that I've gone to. That's pretty cool. And make playlists for it. Good, uh, That's good hobby. That's actually an awesome idea. Nerd! Nerd alert. Idea. What's your number, 33? 33. From my my most unfavorite album. Joshua Tree? October. <laughs> I'm joking. But there's still some good songs on there. Yeah. This one I picked on my list. <laughs> I threw a brick through a window. Katie's, you probably never heard this song. <laughs> Katie is Probably so not. So it's it's basically um, Bono wrote a song about not liking himself and seeing his reflection in a mirror and wanting to break the mirror. Break it. Okay. I mean that's it in a nutshell. It's a, <laughs> it's a really good song though. Okay. Really good song. I have to I have to listen to October. And that's old. That's old school. You two. Okay. Yeah, old old. School. Hidden gem though. Yep. Uh, my number thirty two off the Joshua Tree album and in 2000 when did we see them live 2017 sure uh whenever that 30th anniversary tour was uh they Oh, that was uh, Louisville. Louisville, yeah. Louisville. 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 Uh when we saw this live, they kind of redid the song a little bit. Sounds a little different from how they normally do it. But, yeah, they uh, do that. And I want this version on a like I want it like to where we can always just like pick it and listen to it but Red Hill Mining Town is my number 32 it's a good song I love that song you've been on the, that shit for a while the music video though to Red Hill Mining Town is hilarious cause it's just so There's, I'll send you a link there's a site that has like a recording for like every oh yeah no I've been on there but 
You have to like search like for like good recordings. There's a guy on YouTube that um, pieced together a uh, YouTube concert. I, yeah, I want to shout him out. He's really he does good. The shows. Yeah. yeah, like he takes like so many different like fan cams and yep. stuff and pieces it together and picks the best audio. The audio's and good. It's, it's amazing. It's like you're watching. It's like a live production. The only thing I don't like, the, I will say this, the only thing I don't like is that you can hear something in the background going, three, two, one, and it's like right when like something like hits like on the song. And I'm like, are you doing that? Or is like the software you're using? Oh, really? I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's on the one, one of the shows that we watch. That's all right. I mean, he's doing it for free. Right. Right, but still, I was just like, can you just edit that part out? Like, but anyway, yeah, Red Hill Mining Town. Good tune. Great album. What's your number 32? There's not a bad song on that album. No. 32? Mm-hmm. This one's a little tricky. Because it's technically not a song. It's almost, it's, I don't even know if it's considered a B-side. It's more of a demo that turned into another song. It's called Xanax and Wine. Which oh, turn, oh yeah. turned into fast cars on how to dismantle an atomic bomb. Was fast cars? Did that turn into Vertigo? No, there's a different one for that. I don't have that on my list. But Xanax and Wine is so fast cars is cool. Mm-hmm. They should have just kept Xanax and Wine and mm-hmm. put it on the album. They changed it. I don't think I can't remember how I know how fast cars goes, but I can't think of how that goes. Xanax and Wine. I'm gonna check that out. So. Funnily enough, concoction. there's a lyric in Xanax and Wine mm-hmm. that uh, literally is, the lyric is, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb, which is the name of the album. Is that where it came from? Yes, but that line didn't make it in Fast Cars. Right. And the song didn't, Xanax and Wine right. didn't make it on the album. Right. But that was, they got the name for the album from right. that song. Because U2 is one of those bands that normally, they don't. I think this is why I okay. I think this is why I don't like uh, No Line on the Horizon because they have a song called No Line on the Horizon. I was like, "What are you doing? You don't normally have a song on your album that is the name of the album. What are you well, doing?" Well, this one, the song's not the name. It's just it's like, a line in the right, song, right? But like in Walk On, they say all that you can't leave behind. Listen after is, after this is over. Listen to Xanax and Wine. Right, I will. First, listen to Fast Cars, and then listen to Xanax and Wine. And Listen to this transition, number 31, Walk On. Uh, walk On, good song. Yeah. And again, that's like the song I listened to on 9-11. Like, when that happened, when MTV put that music video out, that was the, that was the go-to song. 31? Yep. So Cruel. I love that song. Oh, that's a baby. Katie, you know that song? I do. I know a lot of these songs. Do you know what that song's about? we talked about this? Uh, no. Uh, Bono wrote that song because of uh, Edge was getting divorced during the recording uh, of that album. It's all I about... I think Todd has talked to me about that before. No, we were over at their house and they talked... And Greg told us mm-hmm. about that like literally two weeks ago. Yeah. Love that song. Mm-hmm. But Are you falling asleep, Katie? No. Closer to the mic. I can't hear no. you. No. I can't... I don't have any audio, so I'm just what? joking. Right. All right. Uh, number. That was your number thirty-one. Yep, we're on thirty. My number thirty, desire. 
good one. I mean, just classic U two. Yeah, I mean, how many times are you gonna hear it on U uh, two X radio? You hear it on everything. I mean, they have a sh- they have the fan show called mm-hmm. Desire. Right. Every every even halfway decent cover band in the world plays it, but it's a great song. Is that on yours? No, it's not. Thirty. All that you can't leave behind. When I look at the world, I forget about that song. It's such a good song. That is such a good song. I know. That's why it's on my list. That used to be a song that I was obsessed with when I was doing, like, the first time I was doing a deep dive of U2. That was one of them that I was, like, really obsessed with. What album is that on? All That You Can't Leave Behind. I just said that. Yeah. Pay attention, Oh, that's Katie. the album? Yeah. Wake Up. So, apparently... I don't know the name of the album. I'm just saying, Wake Up. Oh. Apparently, Bono... I found this out researching it, because I didn't know, and I was curious. Bono wrote it because his wife, Allie... Um, she has this huge commitment. She works with uh, victims of the Chernobyl disaster. Oh, so that's, the, the cancer. Yeah, so that's factory. that's where that song comes from. Huh? So think about that next time you listen to it, yeah. or the first time you listen to it. If you've never uh, listened to it before. Not listened to it before. My number twenty nine. Uh, if I feel like if anybody else made a list. This will probably be in their top five if they're picking big songs. Katie, okay, this might be on your top twenty. Uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. No, it's Sunday actually not. Bloody wow. Sunday. Really? I forgot about that song. Actually, you know what? One of the best live songs that they do. Sunday Bloody Sunday. I love, especially the way they've been doing it the past few shows, mm-hmm. where they come out. And Larry just has the one drum. Yeah. I don't know what kind of drum. I'm not a drum guy. It's a snare drum, I think. I think. That's what I was going to say. Kind of like wears it around his waist. Mm-hmm. Like a marching yeah. band kind of yeah. thing. And he just does it from just out in the middle of the crowd. When they did it on the Songs of Experience uh, They got tour. the explosions. Yeah. That was intense. But, uh, yeah, Sunday Blaze Sunday is my number 29. Great song. Great song. It's your 29. So my twenty nine, my twenty nine is technically two songs, right. but they go together. From boy, I'm Cat Dub and Into the Heart. Okay, because they're both short songs mm-hmm. and they kind of bleed into each other right. on well, the album. So it's like, if you listen to one, you have to listen to the second one, right? I mean, you don't have to do anything, but like but the way that album would goes, it drive you crazy. If- like if yeah, you, like okay. If you were listening, like if Katie listened to it, she wouldn't even know it's two separate songs. So it drives me crazy when I hear "Get Out of Your Own Way" and an American Soul doesn't come on right afterwards. I'm like, I have to hear American but, Soul like right after that song now because of Kendrick Lamar. Up, oh, smelling salt for yeah. Katie because she's Ooh. falling asleep. So it's two songs. Mm-hmm. The first one on Cat Dub, mm-hmm. uh, it's about sex. Do it. It was it was about a little strong one. It's about a song from uh, so Bono. He's basically been with his wife since they were teenagers, but they split up for a brief time. Mm-hmm. I guess he had a little girlfriend during that time, and that song's about having he, a fuck buddy, basically. Pretty much, pretty much. And then the, here's the interesting part: the other piece to that song. Into the heart. Uh, it's all about childhood, being a child, not growing up. Does it make sense to you, Katie? Yeah, I just don't know if I like it. Well, they were they were. I mean, he up. was. I know. They were on a break. We were on a break. 
Do you what? not like it? Like what? They're they're really good songs. It's Friends. I, it's what, I, what are you talking nothing about? Nothing. We should nothing. Do, we should do a Friends podcast. Maybe. There's right. none of those. Uh, my number twenty-eight off of Songs of Innocence, song for someone. Uh, love that song. It's a great song. Love that song. I love the music video with uh, Woody Harrelson. Like it's like a ten-minute music video of him like getting released from jail. I don't know that I've ever seen that. He's uh, yeah, it's like ten minutes long, and it's like there's like no words in the beginning. Nothing's being played. It's just him being walked out of like prison, basically. And like I guess his daughter is picking him up, and and like he's riding off like free and smiling, and that's and then song for someone kicks in. The whole rest of the music video is just him in the car just smiling like the whole time. Okay, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check that. I don't know that I've, I may have, but I don't remember it, so I'll have to I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, song for someone number twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Zuro, another Zuropa. Cause, man, there's some good songs on Zeropa. Yeah. Stay far away, so close. I love that song. Did I not? Whoa, hold on. Time. Okay. Yep. We're gonna wait to talk about that song. Okay. That is very high on my list. I was gonna say. Okay. Oh. Okay. Right. Well, you you can't give it away. I'm not giving it away. I, I never you're, said what spot it's in. You're pulling a Katie. I never said what spot it's in. He never said it was number sixteen on his list. Shut up, Katie. Ah, uh, <laughs> such an idiot. My number 27, I feel like this might be high on your list, Greg. Okay. Please. Yes. All right, we'll wait then. Yes. Yeah, we'll wait. I think you might be surprised how high on my list that song is. Not. I'm actually expecting it to be pretty high. Because you're the one that kind of turned me on to that song. And... That is a great song. Mm-hmm. Please is my number 27. What's your 27? 27, All That You Can't Leave Behind, Wild Honey. That is an honorable mention of mine. That's one of my honorable it's, it's mentions. It's number twenty-seven. That I'm almost, on. That was almost made it on my list. That's a song that like you like you hear. It's and then just a like fuck. It's a good song. Yeah. Larry Mullen Jr. hates it. Really? Hates it. Is there a reasoning? He just he's quoted as saying it wasn't one of my favorites because <laughs> it's kind of. It's kind of they did it in like a Beatles, right? Uh, Van, it's, oh, Van it's, Morrison. It's totally like a Beatles like style it's, song. It's not yeah. a kind of rock and roll like right. rock song, right? So the, the drummer's like, eh, not well, my favorite. I mean, it's Larry Mullen's band, so yeah, the Larry Mullen band. And can we just say real quick, has he aged at all? No, no. Like Larry, he looks the exact same. Larry's all. He looks better. Yeah, cut his hair. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Oh, Wild Honey. Wild Honey. And that was number 27? Yep. All right. All right. My number 26, I feel like this might be higher on yours again, Greg. Uh, Moment of Surrender. Moment of Surrender. Is that on your list? Um, I would actually be shocked if it's not on your list. I don't it's about not it? on his list, and he's got a look of like... He's got a oh, look of like fuck. shit. I forgot about that. Song. It's on my list. All right, All right. We'll wait. I thought it was, but I wanted to confirm because I took some songs off, mm-hmm. and there were some like that that I had to 
take off. But as much as I don't, no, like, Moment of Surrender is on my list. That's the easily the best song off of No Line on the Horizon. Like that song is just fucking good. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Great song. Two twenty six. Twenty six. Another one from How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Which oh, is wait. yeah, Moment of Surrender is on mine. Nice. Yeah. It's on yours. Yeah. Oh wow! All right. Uh, another one, which by the way, that's still that's one of my favorite albums. What? Totally underrated. No line. How did this man on Atomic Bomb? Oh, great I album. I love that. I love that album. Uh, Twenty six, all because of you. That's so good. Oh, that's and that, a good, that's a good one. That ties into. That's an honorable mention of mine. That's that's a total like Christian Catholic rock song. Like all because of you. Their music video for that song that when they're uh, going through New York City, like. Yep. on the bed of a truck yeah like, like a like so that's a, when they're just yeah. driving through the and people are like oh my god because that was for MTV's like when the MTV used to have a show where they would surprise people they would like have bands or like artists like just pop up and surprise like random people and they're just like oh my god YouTube's like we'll just do it for the whole city like and they ended up playing like a mini concert under the Brooklyn Bridge which was awesome that was cool mm-hmm uh, my number 25 off of All That You Can't Leave Behind is In A Little While. Yeah, my, my number 25 is In A Little While off of All That You Can't Leave Behind. Is <laughs> <laughs> that somebody just walk in as we're yeah, recording we, we right now. We're all jerking off. We had a little interruption. We're back. <laughs> the song's just fantastic. No, that's a great song. Is that on your list? I don't remember. We'll get there. Well, is it on your list or not? Uh, I don't think so. You have so many notes. I yeah, I have to scroll for a while. <laughs> He's got a lot of pages to scroll through. Only it's it's tough for me because there's a lot that I took off. So you can't remember what's on. Right. No, that's that's not on my list. So talk about it. Wow. Surprised wow. by that. If Trisha was doing a top like 20, 42 songs. That would, I think that would be like her top three. You think? In a little while? Yeah. yeah. She loves that song. She loves that album. Yeah. But that song is just. That's probably her favorite album. That All one? Right. I'm, aside from like Joshua Tree. Right. You know, if we go by that rule. Right. Yeah. She loves that album. Right. What's your number 25? I got to scroll back down. You made me. I'm back in the 30s again. 25? Mm hmm. Baby, it's a red flag day. Oh, I red forget flag about day. that. It's a good song. It is. I was waiting to play it on this vacation that we're on, but there hasn't been a red flag day. Yeah, I, I, I play it every year in Florida, and I was curious because it got me thinking. Looked it up. So actually, so Bono and uh, The Edge both have amazing houses somewhere south of France. Right. On the beach. And... Uh, this is a quote. Just knowing where you're having your vacation that on the same sea people are fighting for their lives attaching themselves to bits of wood and rubber tires. Because across that same sea is Syria. Is all the refugees coming? Refugees. So it's, oh, it's a refugee yeah. song. Yeah. I'm re- reading about that. And that just changes the song once you... Oh, it totally, it totally does. does. You, it's like, oh, it's that. not about, like, we can't get in because the waves are too big? Yeah, like, I'm at this nice, luxurious beach, and, oh, man, it's a red flag. 
oh, we got to just stay right at the shore. No. Not at all what it's about. Um, My number 24, I feel like it's... If this isn't on your list, Greg, I will be... What like, if our 24 is the same? I just think it'll be... I'll just be shocked. Because, like, I feel like its song is, like... The song is popular, but, like, to, like, random people. Okay. Katie, why do you keep petting yourself? What? Do you have little bites, too? I have little bug bites. Okay. Oh, my God, I have so I many. Get, I just looked over it. It's like... The, no, I'm just itching the bug bites. Look at this. Like, I have them, like... Yeah, yeah I, have no, I got, like, ankle. hundreds. Look, look at this. I got them on my toes. I do, too. But like, anyway... Little sand fleas or something. Oh. I don't my know. No, my number 24 is Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses. Oh, that's definitely oh, on my list. Oh, that's such a yeah. good song. Definitely on my list. We're not gonna... Right, we're gonna wait, because I know that's one of his favorite songs. Can I change mine? No. I'm yoking. Is that on your list? No. But it, it should have been. Be. That's what yeah, I mean. That's a great... It that's been. A, this is where I come in and been like, you could have totally easily made 40. That's, that's almost a perfect U2 song. Yeah. It is a perfect mm-hmm. U2 song. It's... A, such a good song. Do you... Uh, side note. I see you have Tito's. Do you have any mixers in here? <laughs> Seltzer water. And lemon. That'll work. You got extras of those? Yeah. Those Publix? <laughs> uh, Aldi. I'll get you more tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Anyway. 24? <laughs> uh, another one off the great Octune Baby. Mm-hmm. Octune Baby! Is that German? Mm. Yes. Octune? Yes. Octune. Warning. German for warning. I believe. That's not in my notes. <laughs> I'm pulling pull that from the archives. Pretty sure it means warning. I think it does. In, in German. Uh, and I think, that was re- I think they recorded that in Germany. They did, because that was when... That's where the little cars the, come from. It was the Berlin Wall. Yeah, it was all about the Berlin... Yeah. And okay. when that got torn down, there was like... Like Bono apparently like had like an epiphany and was like, and he wrote uh, I forget how oh, man I wish I could remember but I just remember he like was like I had an epiphany and I wrote this song and it, it saved the band like cool I forget what song I wish I could remember it's off what was that documentary they put out under the uh, not under uh, man under Blood Red Sky no it was a documentary they put out on Showtime like. A, so oh yeah, I don't remember for the acting baby. I'm like, not that big of a fan. <laughs> like they're okay. Shut up. They're okay. I don't. I don't watch all, everything they put out. Anyway, right. Uh, Twenty four. Love is blindness. So many people here. So what's funny about this song? So many people our age think that's a Jack White song. Because Jack White covered it, and I'm not gonna lie, the Jack White cover is great. Jack White and the Edge are like buddies. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. I'll never forget. There's an interview where like, or somebody asked Jack White like, "Where'd you get your inspiration for writing the song?" And <laughs> Jack White goes, "This is a U2 song. Don't you ever disrespect them again." I didn't. Like, know, I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. So it's a, it, it's on the Great Gatsby soundtrack with uh, Leo. Yeah, it's another. Uh, it's another song from Octoon Baby uh, about Edge's divorce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Octoon Baby means attention, by the way. Attention, that's it. Attention or watch out. Okay, warning. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a uh, another divorce song that Bono wrote 
the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Edge writes the music, but Bono writes the right. lyrics. And he was really, it really like, from everything I've ever read over the years about it, like, it hit the band hard just because there's such a family. Right. So it's like, he was getting divorced, but it was like, it affected all of them. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So they said Edge broke guitar strings recording that and just kept playing. Love is Blindness. Love is Blindness. Mm-hmm. And just kept like he was just in like, just like a fuck it mode, basically just like raw fucker, like raw, right. Which is why Octon Baby is also a masterpiece because I feel like there's so much heart and like tons, just emotion in that. And there's a lot of, as you can see, I've already picked two, two songs. Mm -hmm. It's all about Edge's divorce, Mm -hmm. but that's the album, man. Like, and actually, just little side note. So, Mysterious Ways is kind of about a like belly dancer yeah. kind of chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe, could be wrong, I believe Edge's wife now that he's married to, that he married after that, mm-hmm. was like a belly dancer from their uh, one of their tours. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Look that up. I, don't, I, I could be... Not could be, verified facts, but... Not verified. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. But I think that's I think that's part of it. Right. So anyway, twenty three. My number twenty three, uh original of the species. Nice. That is that song like we Oh, that gets me. We that's were a good one. We were listening to this on the way down the, when we were driving down to Florida and I go, Okay, look, I got goosebumps. Like that song, I forget how good that song like really is. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That song is fucking amazing. That's a good one. I approve. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing else to say. I just fucking love that song. Uh, twenty three. Yep. Little. I love this. It's like a big songs of the week episode. Yeah. <laughs> Little. Uh, yeah. Oh, we should put out playlists. I was. Of oh, these. I was playing on it. I'll do Spotify. You got Apple. No, you can just put mine together. You have the song. Now. <laughs> I did enough work for this. You can send it to me afterwards, and I'll put. Some I'm not sending shit. You have it. I'll send you this. I'll send you my notes. So I'm saying. Yep. All right, 23. <laughs> Off Pop, another very underrated, almost hated album. Which is crazy because Pop is so good. It's so good. You know what's really good? If God Will Send His Angels. Yes, that is a great song. Such a good song. So I don't mean to go back to Kanye for a second. For one second. Pop, 808s and Heartbreak reminds me of Pop so much in the way of... Like, it's such, like, an underrated album and in a way of, like, it's ahead of its time in a way. Like, Pop, I feel like, would have been so much better Bad, like it would have gotten like critical praise if it was three years later. Like if it came out in '99, Pop would have been huge. Oh, it, it which was, Pop was still huge. It was ahead of its time. But like "808s and Heartbreak" by Kanye. Stop terms, with Kanye. No, but hold on. I'm hold gonna on. walk out. Hold on. But like "808s and Heartbreak," he had the autotune stuff like in it, and it was like everyone's like what the fuck is this this is crazy this is stupid this is this isn't good like what is this we, we would not but it was like Malone. if Kanye put out fucking if he put out that album two years later than when he put it out everyone would be like this is a fucking masterpiece like blah blah that's why whenever I think of 808s and Heartbreak by Kanye I always think of pop because in my opinion those both those albums are just fucking great but that was you too especially in the 90s mm-hmm. like just experimenting right 
ahead of their time mm-hmm. kind of sounds. Right. The Play- Playboy Mansion song on that album? Yeah. Is that on your list? It's an honorable mention. Love that song. It's not on my list either. Love that song. But it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I think it's I just have, like such a... I think I have three songs from pop. Could be wrong. Playboy Mansion is a song that like you just want to smoke a shitload of weed to and just chill out and just... Go to the Playboy Mansion? Yeah. Just chill in the grotto? And forth. Yeah. All right, 22. Uh, my number 22 is... Lemon. It's funny, because I had it as an honorable mention. I took it off. Oh, I love Lemon. I love it, but mm-hmm. that's one that didn't make the cut for me. Great song, though. Mm-hmm. Great song. That song's like, the first time you hear it, you're like, why is Bono singing like this? And as the song progresses and goes on, you're just like, all right. But like when the edge, like when the edges part comes in, you're just like, all right. This is a fucking fantastic song. It's a great song. And the more you listen to it, the more you're like, God damn, this is great. Uh, My favorite, I think, description of the song was when uh, the second person that did the uh, celebrity playlist on U2X Radio, uh, the comedian, uh, I forget her name. I listened to it. I don't remember her name either. But she was like, the first time I heard this song. Yeah, she actually, she even like tried to sing it a little. Right. But she's like, but I can't hit the high note. Right. And she was like, the falsetto. She's like, the first time I heard this song, I was like, what are you doing to my body? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah. like, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. Like, yeah. Lemon's such a good song. You're number 22. 22. No Line on the Horizon. Moment of Surrender. Oh, I thought that was, I thought No Line on the Horizon was your song. No, I, I always give the album right. the, the, the most. That was of on them. mine, too. Yeah, we talked about it because he said, wait, because. Oh. It was lower on my list. But oh, close. Okay. We're still in the twenties. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait for you. Okay. We'll wait for you. Uh oh wow. Okay, so yeah, we're almost in the top twenty. Yeah, we're, we're almost where it's my turn. Twenty one. Twenty one. Even better than the real thing. That was my number forty. Yeah. Interesting. Um this was a song I didn't really care about until I saw uh the three sixty tour. It's a great and, live song. Yeah. That's what made me love this song. I still love it, and it made my list, but you know why I think it's higher up? I made the mistake of making it my desk ringtone on my work phone for many years. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, trust me. I know. Every time his phone would go off, you just hear, I'm like, all right, even better than the real thing. That's, like, why I don't pick, like, songs to wake me up in the mornings anymore, because, like... Every song I've ever picked to be like an alarm, like ringtone, it just ruins it. I it didn't the same ruin the same it for ringtone. It just made it higher on the list or lower on. The, <laughs> I guess lower on the list. Right. It's still a great one of my favorite songs, mm-hmm. obviously because it's on my list, and it's a good ringtone. Right. All right. What's your twenty-one? Uh, Did you say yours? Yeah, even better than the real thing. Oh yeah, we were just talking about that, <laughs> weren't we? Uh, from the Joshua Tree. Okay. Little little song called Exit. Oh, not oh. on mine. So good. So good. Exit and, is and I actually so good. I love that song. That's an honorable I've mention. always loved it. I never truly appreciated it until we saw that Joshua Tree. Oh my god, they anniversary. That's tour. a song that like I wish they would play on every tour because they tear it. It's, they tear it apart like live. Like you're just like your face it's melts such off. A, like it's a hard song, like rock song. Like, they rock it. Yes. Yeah. Like, you could almost do, like, a mosh pit. Oh, you totally could. Like, really? Oh, yeah. yes. On Exit, yes. Like, they 
That is probably, like he said, it's probably the hardest song that they have. So that's right. like the 1975's People. That's their hardest song. I think U2's Exit is probably the hardest song they have. So Bono read some books about serial killers and tried to write a song from the mind of a serial killer. It's basically that song. That's fucking creepy. That's why he doesn't like to play it live because it like messes with him like a little bit. Like apparently it makes it's, him like uncomfortable like to perform live. Yeah. Because he puts himself in that situation of being the serial killer. Mm-hmm. That would that would kill my vibe. It's, it's such a good song though. Such a good song. I know, but if you're like playing like, like live for someone, when I wrote that horror screenplay, I was like, mess with my mentality like a little bit because I was like, this is fucked up and this is coming from my brain. Like, my brain made this. Right. All right. Here we go. Into the top 20 we go. Dirty sweet 